the black rocks and revolution. Samurai punk feminist solution. White noise, your audio pollution. This is not a test. Calling all your slaves to the ground. Coming out your grace for the mind. Hat eyes, but still you are blind. This is not a test. All right, in this episode, we got Eric Traplin. He's a kids entertainer. And uh, he's like, he's been doing it since 89. So he's got like three generation of families come out to see him uh and uh he's got this song called bubbles 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 bubbles, bubbles in the air bubbles, when he plays it when he plays it for the kids out the when he's out playing live he has a bubble machine going off and uh it is just a hoot the kids are having just a great time right running around singing the songs and and uh chasing the bubbles around that's just one of his songs but i'm just bringing that up hey <laughs> you want to miss this episode it, it's uh, uh he's a legend in in kids music in the waddle region and uh and he's still going strong so you don't want to miss this one for sure here we go eric traplin anyways uh so you want to get started sure so, uh, when did, uh, when did you start getting into music? Like, when was music starting to be important to you? Like, was it early on or was it later in life? Well, I think I, I was, uh, my mom says I was singing in the crib before I could speak, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. uh, like you were doing melodies and stuff, like, you know, around the house then? Oh yeah, we, we, we mom and dad sang all the time, and and uh, I I think they they said that when I stopped singing, that was when they knew it was time for them to come and get me out of the crib, you know. And so, uh, so I've been singing since I was a kid. I always had uh, the singing, but it wasn't until I was forty that I I started doing it professionally. Okay, so let's go back to the beginning. Then, did you do um like reading the choir at the church or? At the public school, what 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 kind of things were you doing? Music. Yeah, I was I was in the choir and in, in in church and also in, in public school too because they used to have a really good music program in the schools, and then yeah. I entered a few of the uh, the singing local singing contests when I was a a youngster of eight or nine. I came in fourth once. So, <laughs> so was this uh was this the New Dundee or? Oh no! This this was. This is when I was living in Durham. Oh, Durham. Uh, yeah. My sister lives up there now. She lives on um, uh, Southgate. Okay. Yeah. You know that area is? No, I, uh, like, uh, no, I, I moved away from Durham when I was eight years old, so. Okay. Uh, so would you say that it was a big part of your life, even if you were just singing you know, with the kids in the choir or things like that? Oh, yeah. Like every time, anytime uh, there was a, a family get together at our place, it was always, all, singing was always involved. So um, did you, uh, were you playing an instrument then too or? No, I, di I didn't start playing till I was 15. 15, so like you played uh, in the high school band or whatever? No, no, didn't play any high school band. I actually won a ukulele at one of my dad's uh, uh, picnics, uh, the shop picnic. And uh, I started, you know, learning on top of old Smokey and all those, all those, those uh, old songs on the <laughs> ukulele. Um, 
Okay, so just so everybody knows, uh, my partner's not here today, Alan Waugh. He's uh, usually with me. It's our it's our podcast. Believe it or not, we started it in 2010. But um, uh, so let's. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about before before you're 40? Anything important in music? There, we can start. Uh, well, I, I, I think I, I played the guitar, you know, and, and so when, wherever you went any place, I always had the guitar with me. So you'd pull it out at a party and start singing and, right. and, uh, but that, but nothing, uh, nothing really. I think, I think I was in, in one of the hoppy, hoppy, uh, contests. I, I, you might not remember him, Brad, but your good old buddy Hoppy, he was a radio announcer here and he had a talent contest uh, that he would go through the areas, New Hamburg, uh, you know, Wellesley and all and all the outlying little areas and really? uh, do little talent contests. And, and it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, Diane and the Cavaliers, uh, and they're still playing Diane and the Cavaliers, uh, where it would be, uh, was, was his band, was Hoppy's band. So was Hoppy like, do you work for like the radio radio station or? Yeah, Hoppy. Hoppy was the announcer. He was a. Uh, he was a. Uh, he was. He was a great guy. <laughs> a lot of fun. A lot of fun. He was a funny guy. So this would be like, what? What year would this be? That would be 1970. Wow. And so they. So did they work out a kitchen like he had a radio show, but he would go around all the town. Yeah, he, he the had. Town, a, right? He had a radio show here for years. Uh, it's your good old buddy Hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny okay so uh so you lived out outside of Kitchener then uh well uh for the most part i lived uh, i grew up in waterloo yeah like for my in uh from about 12 to 21 i was uh in waterloo on yeah. dupont street and mm -hmm. uh uh then uh when i got married we moved to kitchener that i've been i've been in the pretty well uh the area ever since yeah okay ever so since. uh just so everybody knows up front eric Traplin is is uh moved to is a, a kids entertainer full-time and uh in the community here and he's probably i'm gonna guess you got kids that are coming out from the second generation now oh, yeah. <laughs> so that means uh that means that what is that that means the parents in the early nineties. Yes, their kids' kids are coming out now. That's right, and and it's I, I'm peaking right now with that, Brad, because pretty well every <laughs> concert I go to, there's kids are bringing out their kids. It's pretty awesome, and you know, you know, Brad, I'm only I'm only a few years away from the third generation. That's right. You're like it's a. Yeah. I remember. I remember distinctly. We were doing. We were doing a. Are you ready for this, Eric? Okay. We were doing we were doing the Tootie Tuesdays at yeah. at City Hall on Tuesdays. Yes, I think that's about the time you took over and started doing it full time. Is that correct? I, I eighty nine. I went. I was full time. Went full time in eighty nine. Yeah. Okay. So how? So let's but get I into really that story. Did, like, I really didn't really hit hit it till about Tootie Tuesdays when Tootie Tuesdays hit though. I remember Tootie Tuesdays because the Parents would come out, the mothers especially. It was it was in the evening, folks. It was like, yeah. um, you know, six till, before the sun went down. Six and, till later. 
and uh Oh, you know what we used to do? We used to broadcast it too. It was on. Um, That's right. Yeah. Do you remember that? We used to have the trailer come oh, yes. there. Uh, Rogers. <laughs> that remember was, that? That was. Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> that was flying by the seat of your pants, said because I would have that earbud in my ear, and all that all I would get would be. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I was I was just guessing when they were telling me to to do something. <laughs> it turned out okay though. It turned out okay that it was just the you know, you know I forget what else they had. I remember the they had to just so you know folks they had the the stage was uh it was horizontal to to your left you look at the stage was a water pool or the water thing there was water there and it would jet up and water shooting up and I have to come over you know and I had to go to the every time I had to go to the. The security said, "Listen, you got to shut the you got to shut the water off. Nobody can hear anything, right?" <laughs> Anyways, um, so what was this? I got a. So you were in forty and eighty nine. Yeah, that's what I start my first my first first professional gig was uh, December the third, nineteen eighty nine in Walkerton, Ontario. Okay, so how old were you at eighty nine? I was I was forty. What 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 was the decision? What what big decision? Well, you know, I I I, uh, I did a Tony Robbins course. Yeah, which was, was uh, you know goal setting and finding out what you really wanted to do, and uh, I finally realized, you know, I wanted to be a I wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted to be a singer, and and an entertainer, and and it was a it was a very it was an epiphany actually. Yeah, that that's what I wanted to do, and and it was. Within three months, I was doing it. It was like, I don't know what happened. It, I think that sometimes when you really make up your mind to do something, the universe kind of conspires to make sure you do it. it just, Anyways, it happened, and uh, uh, I'm grateful for it because it was, a, it was a great move for me. Okay, so did you? I remember you used to play the Blue Moon a lot. Was that a backup yeah. gig? Well, I, well I, did, I did adult and kids throughout most of my career until about three years ago and then i kind of uh, after covid there i just kind of packed the adult stuff in and just kept with the kids stuff I but I, I i always i played lulu's dine and dance in pioneer park plaza i played i remember lulu's. that yeah <laughs> i used to play all uh, a number of the little clubs around but uh, at, at the end there it was basically lulu's dine and dance uh and uh then the blue moon hotel and then uh when the blue moon got sold uh, it, I went to Kennedy's in St. St. Agatha. Right. So just everybody knows, uh, during, especially during the summer months, Eric's playing maybe two or three gigs during a day for the kids. And then back, back then anyway, and then he would go and play all night, uh, doing the, the adult stuff. I don't know how you did it. Cause it's a very long day. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought to myself, holy wow. I got to because sometimes I'd be able to show with Eric and he'd have a list of things he'd do with that day. And then I knew that he was be playing at night somewhere, right? So that was wild. Um, so what is it about what is it about music and kids that you love so much? Well, I I think with the kids, uh, they 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 just love it. There's just a they just they have no inhibitions 
out yep. there. They, they just dance and they have a great time and they're just loving it. And, yeah. you, and when you see that, it kind of just, you feed off that energy. You know, it just, it makes you feel joyful. At least it makes me feel joyful. Right. And when I see them all having a great time and it, and it, that energy just keeps on going around and around. They see me having a good time. They're having a good time. And I, and it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Right. So I watch some of the, I sometimes step by and watch, and not only the kids sing along with the with the song, but the parents are too. Yeah, so do I, because <laughs> I because I've heard some of the songs so many times. Um, yeah. So how did you survive? How did you feel about music and the kids when you, during the pandemic? How did you get through that? Well, uh, I did I have some Facebook. Uh, I've seen some of those. Yeah, and uh, so I, I I did I did a few things like that, but it was actually. It was the first time I had time off in, in a long, in, in 25 years, uh, right. when the pandemic hit and, and, uh, I went, gee, this is, this is kind of nice. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That was the good part of it. The, the bad part, of course, you didn't get to go out and play, but, uh, I started enjoying the time off and that's why I decided, uh, uh, to drop some of the adult stuff and that when, when I come back. Just because uh, I I need to spend more time at home with my wife, right? Yeah. Uh. So, um, what? Um. So, do you think that you know in your life with music, it's it's um sort of uh sort of like your calling? Um, oh, it makes the the journey enjoyable. Oh yeah, I, I think so because I mean I, I singing is a joy is joyful for me, for one thing. I, I love to sing, and uh, I've been doing it all my life. And so, to actually have people pay you for doing what you love to do, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, this thing is thinking about. Um, was there anything else that you want to talk about in music in your life? Oh well, I'm uh, I'm I'm presently going to re release a, a Christmas CD. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and then uh, also going to re-release. Uh, I had taken one of my my CDs off of CD Baby and iTunes and that, and then I'm uh, kind of reworking some of the songs and going to add some new ones and put that back up again. That'll be sometime more likely early next year. But the Christmas CD, I'm hoping I'm going to have it out by Christmas. <laughs> usually, usually they start those things in like July. You'll be talking to somebody. Yeah. Oh, we're in the studio this week, and oh yeah, what are you doing? Oh, we're getting we're doing a Christmas CD. And I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. It's got to be ready for December, right? Yeah. You're not you're not trying to do it in December. No, um, no, no. It's actually actually I'm all done. I just want to make sure I have the latest versions of the song. You know the latest mixes, so that I can upload them to CD Baby and have uh, have them dis distribute it to the streaming services. And that. that's right, CD Baby does that. They even do it to YouTube. Yes, yeah. It's actually quite a they're quite a business. I have to admit. Oh they, man, it it just takes it just makes it so easy, much easier for the artist. You know, they take their cut, but so what? They're doing a lot for it. They're doing stuff that I absolutely abhor doing, which is right. Well, when you do a podcast like this, um, they have what's called an RSS feed. So what happens is, is I do my template, 
Mm -hmm. I put my copy in, I, I upload the audio, right? And then I hit send and it sends it to all the podcasts I'm signed up to automatically. Oh, oh is that through CD Baby too? No, that's, um, it was a, it's a, a technology that was developed in the late nineties called RSS feeds that you oh, can okay. do. It was, I think it was made for pot for, uh, blog, blog spots. You know, people type blogs and then it yeah. would send it out to all the blog companies. So I think it's just an extension of that. Now they have audio attached to it, right? So okay. that you don't have to go and upload every single thing to every podcast, you know, company, right? Like um, the big ones I'm on here are uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Amazon Music. You can even get the podcast, this podcast on audible.com. It's available. Okay. Um, so are the songs, the Christmas CD, are they, are they sort of like, Christmas songs geared to kids or is it just a straight up? Yeah. Well, actually I, I ended up, I've written six Christmas songs myself. So. Oh, they're your own. Yeah. Okay. And then I, and then I, I've done, I'm, uh, I'm did a remake of Jingle Bells and I changed the words in a little bit uh, okay. in a couple of the verses to make it a little more contemporary. And uh, uh, then I, we wish, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And uh, so that'll, eight songs so it's just a little eight song cd with mo mostly my songs that way i don't uh don't have to worry about uh royalties to other people and just, right yeah okay so you know the one song uh my name is joe oh, yeah. is that your song no no that's a, i learned that from the kids at camp that's an old that's a camp song uh what about bubbles is that yours that's mine yeah uh Fishing worms. Who's that's that? mine. Oh yeah, that's mine. Yeah. So most of them are your songs then. Yeah, most most of them are mine. So just a small handful are are, are from other artists or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. So how long do you plan to keep on doing this for the kids? You think? Uh, as long as I can, I Brad. As long as I can, you know, I I can physically get out there and still do it and still have the energy. I just did four shows there on a Saturday, a couple of Saturdays ago, and so felt pretty good when I got home, and I slept well that night. But, <laughs> but, but I can still I still have the energy to go out and do my shows, and you and you know, like I put a lot of energy into my shows. Yeah, because uh, also there's a lot of movement. Yeah, it's like you're on the mic like doing. Well, sometimes you have a, a drum track happening and you're doing stuff yeah. with hands and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of different things going on. Um, all right. Well, I think we covered most. Is there anything else that you wanted to cover on this? That That's about it, Brad. Bonus. So you go with that episode. We finished off with Eric there. And uh, he'll be forever young. Because the why for him in music is, you know, seeing kids laugh and enjoy. And, you know, you couldn't think of, you know, like in music and... And having a career of doing that, um, it's just, it's incredible. And, uh, and thank you so much, Eric, uh, for sharing your story and music starting around the community and then eventually going and quitting your job and then getting on the road playing for kids. It's, it's, a, it's a story that we all love to hear and, uh, and it warms our hearts. So again, thank you, Eric. Brad here, on to the next one.